the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here on a solo mission as Lundy is trying to shake off uh, the menacing effects of a hangover right now. Enjoy your time in Nash Vegas, amigo. But the party, it still rolls on. Uh, we've been tapping the keg all weekend long. Hopefully you tailed some of the wagers that we tossed out on a Football Friday podcast uh, as I wound up uh, up about nine units on the weekend. The old spreadsheet, which you can always check absolutely for free because you never put a pick behind a paywall. Uh, just go to Twitter at Noisy Huevos. All my player props are in there working some other additional picks, uh, though sporadically from time to time. But we got another game on the docket. Uh, more opportunities to either squander or make some additional cash as we have the New Orleans Saints traveling to the rain-soaked Northwest to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the total in this game is 41.5, and, and the spread is New Orleans minus 4.5. And my game score prediction, 20-16 to 16 Saints. So, yar me mateys. I think Captain Hook is going to be kind to us. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle plus the 4.5, yes, with Geno Smith at the controls, and I'm going to take the under. On that 41 and a half. So the latest forecast, according to the National Weather Service, uh, rain pretty much all day in that part of the country. Uh, during the game, uh, upwards anywhere between a tenth to a quarter of an inch of rainfall could fall. So probably not as heavy as what we saw last night in Santa Clara between Indianapolis and the San Francisco 49ers. As uh, I think, uh, you know, the people that showed up and the, the local Denzians there in the Bay Area were rounding up animals two by two. That was a torrent, absolute downpour for a large portion of that second half. But what you're going to have is consistent light to moderate rain tonight uh, there in the Emerald City. And as a result, I think it's going to suppress some of the outputs there. Now, winds won't be as whipping as we saw early on in the game last night. Uh, but uh, right now, they're saying uh, you know sustained or consistent winds between 15 to 17 miles per hour with occasional gusts upwards of 25. So you could have some wind-driven rain from time to time in this game. And you know, given the anemic state right now of the Seattle Seahawks franchise down, Russell Wilson – uh, and knowing, too, that Jameis Winston doesn't have a whole lot of downfield weapons outside of Marquez Callaway and you know, a ton of dump-offs out of Camara, uh, there should be a low-scoring game from start to finish. But I think Seattle will keep this one nice and snug, and that's why I'm taking the points. With that, let's get to it here on this Manic Monday with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, props, props, some more player props. I love them. I cannot resist them. Uh, they are my absolute favorite way to gamble. Let's go ahead and start off with one. And I'm going to take the under on DK Metcalf, 61 and a half receiving yards. Now, you look at uh, DK, pull this one, by the way, uh, from FanDuel at minus 114. DK has been under this in three of six games. Uh, and the last game out with Geno Smith under center in Pittsburgh, uh, you like the seven targets, you like the six receptions, but the finish was just 58 yards. And you have a more difficult matchup here against the New Orleans Saints. Now, the Saints have given up 285.2 pass yards per game on the year, but they've given up just 6.96 pass yards per attempt. So the volume has swelled that yards per game allowed number, but on a per-pass basis, they've been outstanding. Not only that, you got to worry that Marshawn Lattimore, will he shadow DK Metcalf or Tyler Lock in this game? My guess would be 
uh, most of the time he is going to be in lockstep with DK and Lattimore has been locked down so far this season, giving up just a 42.9 catch rate and a 68.2 passer rating. So pull it all together. I think DK Metcalf finishes in the mid to upper fifties yet again, tucking under this 61 and a half receiving yards live. Number four. All right, marching on. Let's talk about the master blaster for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, no, it's not Sean Alexander. No, it's not Chris Warren. Uh, no, it's not Marshawn Lynch. Right now, it is Alex Collins. Yes, the master of the river dance. Uh, he is going to be kicking up his legs tonight. And that's why I'm taking the over on 44 and a half rush yards, which is a really low barrier to cross. Uh, pulled this line from DraftKings Sportsbook, also at MGM. Uh, same juice at minus 115. Uh, you look at what Collins did a couple of games ago against the Rams. 15 carries for 47 yards and against Pittsburgh. And that is a stout front of the Steelers with Watt and company there. 20 carries for 101 yards on the ground in that road matchup. Now, New Orleans, they have really bottled up the run this season, giving up just 2.84 yards per carry, 55 rush yards per game to the running back position. Uh, but, you know, Christian McCaffrey went over this number with 72. Saquon hit 52 against him. And Antonio Gibson on 20 carries got to 60 ground yards. Uh, Collins, not exactly the picture of efficiency on a per-touch basis. Evidenced by his 2.58 yak per attempt mark and 14.5 missed tackle percentage. But, you know, and some people may say, hey, what about the hip? What about the, uh, you know, butt cheek? Uh, that glute, is he going to be good to go? He said, yeah, I am good to go. I said that on Friday. And yeah, Rashad Penny is going to get some action in here as well. But I think it's a minimum 15 carries for him. And if he gets that kind of workload, he should reach 50 yards on the ground. So 44 and a half, awfully low. Take advantage of that one. I think Collins will make you some cold, hard cash. Number three. All right, let's talk about Geno Smith. Of the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm going to take the under here on 209.5 pass yards for Geno. Now, again, you know a lot of the evidence points to uh, the over here as New Orleans, again, we got 285.2 pass yards per game. Four quarterbacks have sailed past this number. Sam Darnold, Bo Jones, Mac, and Daniel did it, and Taylor Heineke. Uh, but Geno, you know, he only had 209 at Pittsburgh with the rain. Uh, with the wind playing a factor in what could be a slop fest. And knowing, too, that Saints giving up just 6.96 yards per attempt, I think it's going to be a very balanced attack, maybe more Alex Collins as a result of the conditions and Geno Smith uh, trying to rip it vertically. So 209.5 pass yards. This is one of those TYGs brought it from my buddy Lundy. Trust your guts. Uh, but I think the under hits here. I think he's going to be hovering right around 200 pass yards in a more conservative approach, which old Petey Sunshine, you know, uh, touches the tip to. He loves to pound it on the ground. Stick around for my top picks on Monday Night Football, plus a same-game parlay, a seven-legger you might want to tail, and bonus time, not only in this game, but also the NBA. Number two. All right, let's get back after it. Let's talk about Alvin Kamara and fly the fleur de lee. I'm going to take the over on four and a half receptions uh, for the shining star of this Saints backfield. 
Uh, look, he's only been over this number once, and that was the last game out uh, against the fighting footballs in which he had a handful, five catches exactly. And if you shop around, you can find this number actually at three and a half at some of the books. But I pulled this one from FanDuel because the juice is only minus 102. On the three and a half line, it's juiced up to minus 160. It's Caesars and right around the same juice as well at DraftKings Sportsbook. So if you're you know unwilling uh, to pay up for the additional you know catch, which would reduce the juice, you can get it elsewhere again at the three and a half if you're willing to shell out more on the juice on that three and a half line. Anyway. Uh, I don't think it's going to matter regardless whether you go three and a half or four and a half. You look at Camaro, 16.8 routes per game. He's participated on 70% of the pass down situations uh, for this Saints club. He's seen 19.1% of the team's target share. That's number two among qualifying running backs. And, and look at the matchup here. It's Seattle. They have a soft underbelly and they have been skewered by pass catching running backs this season. Seattle entering the week had allowed the most catches to the running back position, earning 6.5 receptions per game and 60 receiving yards per game. Five RBs have hit the five catch mark against them, including Najee Harris last week. So I think Camara, this should be a six, seven catch game when it's all said and done. And the weather will play an influential factor in some of those short field throws, design screens from Jameis Winston to Camara. Absolutely love, again, the over four and a half receptions, minus 102 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Number one. All right, my top play on Monday Night Football. Let's go with Mount Everett here. Gerald Everett, the tight end of the Seattle Seahawks. A very low number here. Give me the over on 17 and a half receiving yards. Uh, which he has achieved in three or four games this season. Now, last week, you know, coming off the injury uh, against the Steelers, they only played on 48.4% of the team snaps. That was a season low, uh, but still managed 15 routes, three targets, two receptions for 40 yards. Uh, had one that was a tackle-busting open field chunk gain, and I think you know all it takes is one of those and he will cash a ticket. Now, his snap share is usually in the 70 to 80% range. I think he's going to get back to that now with the game under the belt. And you look at the Saints, uh, what they have allowed at the tight end position, not yet yielded a touchdown, but they have surrendered five receptions per game, 44.2 receiving yards per game, six plus size targets, and five contests have gone over this mark. And I think Everett will most certainly add his name to the list. All right, it's bonus time. Uh, here is a little seven-legger. Uh, if you want to get on in on this same game parlay, uh, it is at plus 692 is what I logged it in at now. You know, of course, the lines could shift. I put this together at DraftKings Sportsbook. So here it is. So have a pen and piece of paper handy, unless you got one of those photographic memories, then I wish I were you. All right, so here we go. Leg one, give me the under on the game total, 50.5. Again, so uh, adding some points there with that total at 41.5 on the standard line. I'm going to take the under on the 50.5 on the alternate uh, game total line. Give me an Alvin Kamara anytime touchdown. Give me Alex Collins over 29.5 rush yards. Give me Jameis Winston over 14.5 rush yards. Give me Alvin Kamara over 19.5 receiving yards. Give me Alvin Kamara for three or more receptions. And give me Gerald Everett for just a 
meaningful, really a meaningless in the box score, but for the sake of this exercise, very meaningful, five or more receiving yards. Again, under 50 and a half, Kamara TD, Alex Collins over 29 and a half rush yards, Jameis Winston over 14.5 rush yards, Kamara over 19.5 receiving yards, Kamara over three or more receptions, and Gerald Everett, five or more receiving yards. That's a plus 692 with all those legs hit. Elsewhere, there is an odds boost at DraftKings Sportsbook that I find delightful. And it is on none other than Alvin Kamara. Will he hit the 100-yard mark on the ground? Now, his standard total in this game is anywhere between 91.5 to 92.5. So this really isn't a stretch for him to hit the century mark. It is boosted from plus 110 to plus 130 at DraftKings. So I, I think that is worth firing a ticket off on. Uh, he's had, uh, hit the century mark once this season. That was against the New York Giants. Uh, but he's getting you know close to 20 carries per game right now on the year. And Seattle's giving up 4.29 yards per carry, 121.5 rush yards per game. Though Derrick Henry, Seahole smash uh, is the only running back to go over the 100-yard mark against this unit this year. But Kamara, certainly uh, an option on the table for him tonight. And a plus 130, I'm going to get seduced by that juice. All right, let's pivot, pivot to the association and working a couple of picks here in the NBA, uh, a loaded docket of games tonight. Uh, if you want to sprinkle in some side action with your Monday night football, I'm going to go with a pair of rookies here. Give me uh, pick number one, Scotty Barnes of the Toronto Raptors over 13 and a half points going up against the Bulls. And the Bulls only given up 0.910 points per possession so far in the early season. That's the third lowest mark in the NBA, but Barnes, He's chucking it up, uh, getting a ton of usage, a high floor percentage. Uh, he's averaging 14 field goals attempted per game. Uh, game one, he went for 12, but he followed up with 25 points and 17 points. So at 13 and a half, I think he's going to be in that 15 to 17 point range against this rather stingy Bulls defense. So that's pick number one. Uh, by the way, pulled that at DraftKings on that over at minus 105. Also pulled this one at DraftKings. Chris Duarte, the former Oregon Duck, got to be quacking uh, from way downtown. Give me the over on two and a half made triples for him at plus 130. Uh, now, Duarte quietly has crushed this over in two of his first three games as a pro. Uh, he is averaging eight three-point attempts per contest, shooting a blistering 45.8% along the arc and he gets the Milwaukee Bucks and the Bucks last season interestingly really didn't defend the three-point arc particularly well they didn't shackle in that area of the court and that is carried over for the world champs reigning world champs this year as the Bucks currently number 25 in the NBA and I know it's a small sample size and three-point percentage D giving up 39.6 percent from along the arc so I think Duarte can hit uh, a hat trick of triples and cash that over again at plus 130. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please check me out on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Follow my partner as well at Nate Lundy. We'll be back. Remember, we're off on Tuesdays. We'll be back on Wednesday, uh, breaking down the smorgasbord of sports betting offerings that are out there with all the overlap and confluence of the major sports right now. You don't want to miss that, especially it's a hockey hump day, which is the specialty of Lundy. Drop us a rating and a review, too, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed 
or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.